Hello, Podlers. Lovely having you downloading. Coming up on the show, well, it's Cool Badge Day, and listener Martin handed in his. And I saw the president. I felt like I had to do it. So I'm, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm like wearing a high vis, oh. hanging out on the street. <laughs> what? Yeah. what? Hear more from the wonderful Martin and lots more besides. Enjoy the show. Brace yourselves. It's the Dave Berry Breakfast Show podcast with Wix. Let's do it right. Absolute radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where it is time for a classic game of What Am I Holding? Now, brace yourselves. If you're driving, you probably shouldn't be, but pull over, because coming up, we have a big celeb having a round of Guess What I'm Holding. But first, as always, we begin with the team, and this Wednesday sees Glenn going first. Glenn, firstly, good morning. Good morning. Um... Are you holding the object? I am holding the object. I think I'm fairly confident in saying I think this is the most easily gettable one yet. You might be able to get it from your questions. You will definitely get it from the noise. So it's just going to be a case of who gets there first. Okay, lovely stuff. So Emma, Matt, everyone at home, we're all playing along. Glenn's right. We have to ask a few questions before we get to the sound bit. That's the exciting bit, Emma. Hold off, hold off. (laughs) Is it something normally associated with the kitchen? No. Oh, I think it might be a vacuum cleaner. No. But like Ooh. a vacuum cleaner, it could be used in any room. Oh, any is it room cleaning related? Not... It's not cleaning related. Is it tech? It be... No. It is practical, but it's not like tech. There's no electricity or anything. No electricity. Oh. <laughs> Would you like the sound? Yes. yes. Big time. Yes, okay, here we go. Here we go. All right. Wait, 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 wait. Dave. Ooh. Yep. Stapler. No, I'll give you the sound again. Oh. Dave, scissors. God. No, and guess no, what? Look, I can make the noise last even longer. Or shorter. Seems so familiar yet so yeah. strong. I really <laughs> thought the? it was going to be the easiest oh. one yet. No, can this we, is really can hard. Hear it again? Is can it we hear it again? Yeah, of course you can. Do you want the yeah, short or the long version? Long. It gives us more <laughs> time to hear it. Oh, Dave. Oh, it's a tape measure. Metallic tape measure. Emma got there first. Well done, Emma. What do you What do you mean, Emma got there first? I definitely got there first. I know you buzzed in. Oh, Dave, you buzzed in, but Emma called out the answer, and I don't know what the protocol is there. Look, I'm not the one who. Do, look, now, I, now I realise what a difficult situation you have adjudicating you. beat the intro because this has been a nightmare. <laughs> well, I think you know it's just because I'm on a faster broadband. Let's let's take mm. let's take Emma wins, but I'll accept your apology. That's absolutely fine. There we go. <laughs> right, coming up. Emma's going to be holding something. And then after that, it is the turn of our first celebrity guest. He is six foot nine of pure DJ. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Wednesday morning. We're having a round of Guess What I'm Holding. Glenn was brandishing his tape measure. Emma got there just by a millisecond in guessing the uh, answer correctly. And now it is the turn of the reigning champion, Emma Jones. Emma, are you holding the object? I am. Okay, Matt, do you want to ask the first question? Uh, is it kitchen-based? No. <laughs> um, would everyone have one? No, but you have one. Oh. Oh. Glenn oh. has one. Is it a tape measure? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. Uh, is it ornamental? No. Is it a is fantastic it a- head of hair? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't have one of those. Is it a goatee they've been fashioning during lockdown? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Um, okay, oh. all right. If I've got one, but... All right, would Dave and Matt have them as well? I don't think so. Ooh. Okay. Oh, um, wait a minute. I know what it is. A headset, a gaming God. headset. Yeah! Oh, no! <laughs> it is my husband's gaming headset. Yeah, it's Stefan. Well of course it is. Yes. <laughs> nice. Look, me and Stefan are not defined by this, okay? There's, well, there's more to us than these gaming headsets. T- tell it to your buddies, Jim and Sebastian. <laughs> <laughs> tell it to the headset I've never met anyone with either of those names. <laughs> That's what they call themselves online when you're going into combat. <laughs> <laughs> right, coming up next, it is a stable mate, six foot nine of pure DJ holding something, and he wants us to guess what it is. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's Wednesday morning, you're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where we're having a round of Guess What I'm Holding. Glenn was brandishing his beloved tape measure. Emma had snuffled away her husband's gaming headset, and now, as promised, a bona fide celebrity, six foot nine of brown eyed, adorable DJ in the shape of our very own Ben Burrell. Good morning, Ben. Good morning. Can I say it's a pleasure to be a guest on your show where I'm not having to defend myself or something? Because the last two times I've been on, I've been talking about staring at my hands oh. and embarrassing myself at the Christmas party. So it's nice to be a proper guest. This is a welcome change. <laughs> hey, 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 you don't know you're a proper guest yet. You don't know where this is going to go, Ben. It's very presumptuous of you to think that. Actually, right. This is an ambush. <laughs> um, so, Ben, uh, before we get on to what you're holding... Um, how are the family, how are your adorable family, how are you all coping with lockdown and, and these unbelievably strange times? Um, uh, we can't complain. I mean, we've got, a, we've got the smallest garden because obviously, uh, as you know, living in London, you don't often get a garden, but we've got a small little garden. So we've got a little outside space um, and uh, we're in a relatively new flat that's been done up recently. Um, so we're okay. We're in a pretty good environment. Um, uh, my daughter Agnes is getting a little bit stir crazy, but... Um, We're finding watching Frozen helps, Dave. I've seen that film about 200 times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Ben, you're you're holding an object from your home. I've got it in my hands. Yeah, I've got it here. Um... Okay, don't give the sound away just yet. That's okay. that's what we what, that's what we build to on this feature. <laughs> um, Emma, would you like to get us going with a question? Yes. Is it an item belonging to your daughter Agnes? It is. <gasps> oh, she's so good, isn't she? Okay. Straight so opening gambit. Is it branded? Like, is it based on a famous character or anything like that? Um, uh, not really, no. Although the character's almost become infamous. You haven't it's built your own children's like toys, have you, Ben, in the shed? It's, yeah. <laughs> it's actually, it, David, it's actually you in a toy that I've built out of my own fair hands. <laughs> it's, um, it's not a singing toy fire engine, is it? It is a singing toy oh, fire oh engine! Oh, my God, wow! Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to hear it? <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, every day I hear that. Every day. Every day. There's a special place in hell for the people who invented that (laughs) specific tone. That tone that is inside every children's toy. 
It's Who the are horrible you? American singing voice as well. It yeah. just cuts right through me. Oh, it's it's adults pretending to be children when they sing that I've noticed yeah. a lot on Little Baby Bum. Yeah. It's the yeah, most harrowing thing. Oh, that's shitty time. band. It's, Wait, it's like, they... you sound like you're eight, but I can see you. You're 44. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, ben, listen, thanks for letting us into your home life and do send our love to the family. You, of course, are going to be back with your brilliant show at 1pm on Absolute Radio. Uh, give it up for our dear friend, the one and only Ben Burrell. Cheers, Ben. Lots of love, my Thank friend. You. Can I just say, guys, you're doing a, a really good job. We're really enjoying it. It's sounding great this morning. Well, thanks very much Aww, indeed, Ben. Thanks, Speak ben. to you real soon. Cheers, mate. Cheers, guys. Take care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's Wednesday morning, fresh off the back of three rounds of What Am I Holding? That's right. We played What Am I Holding three times in the opening gambit to the show. Make sure you download the podcast. It is now time to find out what's trending with Matt Dyson. Matt, what's going on? It's another animal special from the world of socials today after the success of seals singing songs by seal yesterday. So First, an, ob- an observation from an American ornithologist named Nate Swick, who uh, just tweeted the other day, imagine how excited barn owls were when humans invented barns. <laughs> I, wonder, I don't know what we called them before the barn was invented but they must have been loving it they really must have been another story is from uh, a guy who who, who was uh, went viral early on during the pandemic for commentating on his dogs eating food he's a sports broadcaster Andrew Cotter who was commentating on his dogs uh, having their dinner uh, and now he's branched out a bit and is having company meetings online as we do when we're working from home on Zoom, on Teams and the like. Uh, He has uh, a company meeting online with his dogs, a video of which you can find on socials. Uh, Here's a little snippet. Right, guys, thanks for joining us. Just keen to have a chat about where we are, the situation at the moment. Uh, I think you're both there. Olive, hi, thanks for joining us. Um, Mabel, you are connected, but you need to start your your video. (laughs) Down at the bottom of the screen, a little... It's a camera. It looks like a biscuit. If you just nudge it with your nose, you should. (laughs) So it's just him having a conference call. Oh, that's adorable. Oliver Mabel. Oliver Mabel. And it goes on a bit more. Um, So what we're looking for, what management are looking for, are ideas. Sorry, Mabel. This is one of the things that we have to address, the lack of focus at times, because, uh, well, there's the inappropriate stuff with Kevin the Doberman from accounts as well, but one thing at a time. The look on the look on those poor little dogs' faces when they get reprimanded by their boss on Microsoft Teams. We can all relate to it during these times, uh, and uh, you'll be talking about it later. And I've saved your data. It's your Wednesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio. Not the kind of breakfast show that would find itself discussing whether. I don't know, you put the milk in before the hot water when making a cup of tea, or I don't know which order your cutlery goes in. Oh no, we did that yesterday. Um, But this is the perfect (laughs) opportunity to discuss the way in which tea is made correctly or incorrectly. And we turn our attentions to TikTok and an American living in the UK named Michelle who has the most convoluted, bizarre tea making process the world has ever seen. Hey guys, so I get a lot of questions about hot tea. So today I wanted to show you what this American girl likes as hot tea. So I mix a lot of ingredients together. So first is one cup of Insta tea, two cups of Tang, Country Time Lemonade, one cup of sugar, another cup of sugar, a little bit of cinnamon, a little bit of cloves, mix it all together, 
Put some water in a cup. Heat your water in the microwave. Add a few teaspoons to your hot water. Give it a little stir. And that's what I like for hot tea. Wow. Um, that seems like a lot of effort for something that's going to taste disgusting. It but is going to taste disgusting. A, she's making a cake. Multiple <laughs> cups of sugar. Cups she's got a Pyrex sugar, bowl yeah. in. She mixes ingredients in a bowl <laughs> as well, Glenn. It's insane, isn't it? Also, as well, but just like as a idea. small st small aside, two cups mm. of tang was one of my erotic dancer names in 2003. <laughs> <laughs> when I say two cups of tang back on the airways. Um, what were you going to say, Glenn? Sorry to interrupt you. Well, it's just that, no, no not at all. It's, uh, the fact that she has it in this large bowl and takes sort of whatever she needs, she's basically making punch. For herself, yeah. for the whole day, <laughs> I mean, she just returns to it throughout the day. Yeah, it's like a squash. She makes her own sort of squash concentrated syrup. Not a tea bag or a kettle in sight. It's blasphemy. Oh, well, you know, when it comes to blasphemy and Americans making tea, a guest on this very breakfast show is going to be livid at this TikTok, and his name is Benedict Cumberbatch. The use of the word tea. We have to have an entire radio segment at some point between you and me about the use of the word tea, what, what tea means in America, what tea means here now as well. Is, is this something a, that you want to well, no, I just let go of? Put the brakes on. Yeah, shall I just really vent now? No, no, I'm sick of chamomile tea being called tea. It's not tea. Tea is a green leaf that comes from the, the well, mainly the foothills of, of places like India or, or countries like Brazil and South America, places that have beautiful mountains so it needs to be a sort of subtropical alpine climate and you know it's a very specific process. Chamomile is not grown in these environments so that's not a tease. I'm sorry, chamomile. I just want to, everyone join in. Well said. <laughs> At last. So, uh, you know, would you like sweetener with your chamomile tea? No, I just want chamomile <laughs> with a bit of hot water. Okay, would you like some milk? No, I don't want, and I am doing an American accent for a reason. <laughs> The amount of the amount of press we got off the back of Benedict Cumberbatch's rant there was just incredible. That was one of the things that went the most worldwide. But like the, the Dallas Tribune were writing about that when Benedict went into his rant. So heed his advice, Michelle. Be careful and but you know, once again, thank you. Two cups of tang. Back on the scene. <laughs> the Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute radio. It's your Wednesday morning. You're listening to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, where I urge you to get in touch about anything you like via my email, which is dave at .uk. I watch it all day long. As soon as I go off air at 10 a.m., I just basically stare at my phone waiting for your correspondence. And, well, Ian's got in touch, Ian from Telford, and he says, Dear Dave, you kindly said that I can get in touch with you about anything, so I hope you don't mind, but that's what I've done. Now, I know that today is Call Badge Day, but I've not been able to stop thinking about your cutlery draw debate on Monday's show. But I want to take it one step further, my friend. I'm right-handed and eat with my fork in my right hand. Apparently, though, social convention dictates that you should hold your knife in your main hand. But to me, that makes no sense. When you're eating, the primary activity is eating, not cutting. Whenever I go to a restaurant, I have to rearrange the cutlery so that the fork is on my right hand and the knife is on my left. Quite often people ask whether I'm left-handed, to which I reply, no, I'm normal. <laughs> Uh, Evangeline, my beautiful daughter, is showing left-handed traits at the moment. It's fine, it's fine, we're fine with that, we're fine with that. My argument is, if you went to the chippy at the seaside and had a cone of chips and they gave you a plastic fork, what hand would you eat it with? Your main hand. Why change that for a knife? 
Would love to hear your thoughts on this. As I say, from Ian in Telford. Well, Ian, thank you so much for getting in touch and using my email address. Okay, team, um, imagine you're at the seaside. You're holding a cone of chips and a wooden fork. Which hand is the wooden fork in? I'm not on his side on this one. Okay, go on, go ahead. Give it to him with both barrels. I think your your (laughs) dominant hand does the hardest job. That's the point. So the knife is a harder job than the fork, isn't it? Because you've got to do the cutting, especially... You're just holding with the fork, aren't you? Exactly. Yeah. So with the mm. chips, what you're doing with your with your weak hand is you're just holding, and then in your stronger hand, that's where you're doing the actual heavy lifting, as it were. I disagree. Yeah. I think the main task. I hold my fork in my right hand as well, and my knife in my left. Which people do always pick up on it and say oh. that's the wrong way around. I of all the things that people could care about, I don't know why that is a thing. But if you're eating <laughs> the, the chip thing, stop, if you're stop eating live streaming your meals. If you're eating pasta with a fork, if you're eating cereal with a spoon, you hold it in your right hand because the main activity Uh. is picking up the food and putting it into your mouth, which you would do with your dominant hand. I mean, I'm kind of out of this debate a little bit, unfortunately, because whilst I like to think of myself as well-travelled and cultured to a limit, um, I haven't eaten anything that involved me using a knife in a long time. If I can't cut through it with the side of the fork (laughs) using my right hand, I'm kind of out. I'll just leave it. So oh, like, right. You know, he would have very strong opinions about this is Andy Bush because he uses yeah. a knife and fork to eat. Oh, yeah, he does, everything. doesn't he? <laughs> he yeah. does knife and forkism. Yeah, that's, yes. Yes. he had that trending I, for a while, didn't he, Bush? <laughs> I went out with a girl um, about eight years ago who. All right, uh, mate. Okay, we all know you're a ladies' man, Glenn. Why do you have to keep bringing it up? And she she was right handed and she was eating her, she was eating with like what, you know, what we call the wrong way round. And I was like, oh, I thought you were right handed. And she went, why just you whichever which, I, I mean I just mix it up whichever yeah, you know, oh, well, I don't really have and it, and it was like so we broke up immediately obviously yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean you can't be with someone who's going to offer that much uncertainty in your life going forward you Claire. you're absolutely your right life, no you don't no, need that chaos, chaos. no um, Matt what are your thoughts on this I think I am ambidextrous. Our daughter Bess is going through the stage of do, eating wrong like Emma does and holding them in the wrong hands. And we're trying to get it out of her, but she's refusing. So maybe we should all just lighten up and start judging people on the way on what hands they use yeah. when they're eating. You know? We should stop judging should. people on a lot more things as well. You're absolutely right, Matt. Um, she's eating wrong and we're trying to get it out of her is a great name for the podcast. So Ian, thank you very much indeed for your correspondence. Get in touch whenever you like. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning, where let's cast our minds back to a far-off distant land known as 24 Hours Ago, where, thanks to Six Degrees of National Days, we were asking about your weirdest lockdown purchases. Well, your correspondence kept flowing in, so as we have an overspill, it would be remiss of me not to put them on air. Brian says, Dave, I bought a grinding machine to sharpen some chisels. I have lots of time to sharpen everything now. I'm not a murderer, though. (laughs) What a message to get, Brian. Thank you so much for that, Brian. Nikki bought a 16-kilogram bag of plain flour. She needed to make a birthday cake. She now has no idea where to put the other 15 and a half kilograms. Um, Emma Jones, as our resident baker, talk me through what 16 kilograms of plain flour is going to look like in one's abode. Um, well, I think the only thing I know in kilograms is my weight, and I think it's about a third of me, maybe slightly less than that. But I really need so some flour, so if you wouldn't mind dropping it round, that'd be great. <laughs> Spread it amongst mm. the community. So, so um, we've worked out it's it's your legs, roughly. Yeah. Yeah. In your so, cupboard. 
So, okay, that's back to Brian and his chisels there, I think. <laughs> Emma Jones's legs in your cupboard. Brian did it. He even sent us a confession. Um, and right now, well, we have this voice note that has been sent to us by Helen. So I decided to get a subscription um, via Amazon to get 40 packs of um, ramen noodles every month um, because I was so sick of having to go into a shop every couple of days to get a three-pack limit on noodles. Um, My son decided that he was going to start liking my noodles so he was eating them also so three packs weren't even going to last me two days let alone an entire month so i saw um the subscription on amazon and thought well why not you know it's it's something different and i'm going to eat them um the only issue that i now have is that um they're not next delivering to me until the end of may and i've pretty much eaten them all so that that's my that's my story um i've got a subscription for 40 packs of ramen noodles every month cheers so just to reiterate here, uh, well, Helen, firstly, thank you very much indeed. 40 packs of ramen noodles every month. I think unless you're the area manager of Wagamama's, there is no need to be making such such a wow. purchase. What are your thoughts on that, Matt? That, that is a lot of noodles, but I didn't know you could de- do this. Uh, so it would be quite good for nappies if you they auto-replenished as you got through them to sign up to regular deliveries of something. I could probably do it with Curiously Cinnamon, that cereal at the moment. I'm getting through loads of that. In that <laughs> yeah. If I just had like a box of that arrive every three days, I'd be loving it. Do you sometimes have cereal for dinner, Matt? Is that how you're getting through it so much? Sometimes I'll have a late-night snack of cereal, yeah. Oh, I so, yeah, that. I start the day and end the day. You're not 14. Cinnamon. You can't be eating cereal in the... <laughs> no. You're not, not some stoner from an American movie made in the late 90s. You can't oh, be eating cereal. cereal is the one. I've got news for you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I can and I will. <laughs> and until lockdown's over, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> well done. Um, we do have lots more of your weirdest purchases since lockdown began we'll share some more with you next the dave berry breakfast show podcast absolute radio it's your wednesday morning where we haven't well you've over delivered when it came to uh, the question of what is the strangest thing you have purchased since lockdown so we are delivering more of your brilliant correspondence right now remember you can get in touch anytime you like about anything you want it's dave at absolute radio.co.uk Dave, after two years of toying with the idea, I finally caved in and bought a two-man canoe. <laughs> Unfortunately, to go where? I exactly. He doesn't Ross doesn't have any paddles, so it's just sat out on the drive next to his van. <laughs> At least put it on top of the van, Ross, so it looks like you've got the intention of being that kind of outdoorsy type. Is what I would do because canoe next to van says weird lockdown purchase. Canoe on top of van says Aussie surf bum. That's just my opinion. Um, I haven't bought it yet, Dave, but ever since lockdown began, I've been looking at buying a ruler. Open brackets, the musical kind, close brackets, so I can learn to play. What are the team's thoughts on this? Questions, Sarah. What's a Matt Dyson, what are your thoughts on a musical what? ruler? So what the hell is a musical ruler? Well, uh, Prince. <laughs> Kim Jong Un. Yeah, he likes to sing doesn't he? We've uh, we've had a little look, and basically, these things do exist. I'm glad I'm not the only one who hasn't heard of them. You know, when you used to be at school, uh, school you used to get the ruler and f- kind of flick it off oh, the end of the desk, it. and then oh yes, yeah, and then you'd like oh, move it in, and it would get yeah. higher. Well, they've got those, oh, but with holes in, so you can actually create oh, wow. sounds and notes. 
So um, now, you, now you're fully informed, Matt. What are your thoughts? Because Sarah I'm, really wants to know. I want to get me one. I'm going to get a subscription to Musical <laughs> Rulers. <laughs> uh, Laura says, Dave, I bought Bonoffi pie flavoured white hot chocolate. And then I just love this. And it's on call badge day as well from Laura. It finishes, cannot wait to crack that bad boy out later and watch a bit of Holmes under the hammer. Did I just lose my call badge? No, no, no. No. A white, a Bonoffi pie flavored white hot chocolate and Holmes under the hammer is the perfect way to spend a Wednesday morning. It really is. Thank you very much indeed to everybody who got in touch. Once again, you can get in touch anytime you like. Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. The warmest of welcomes to the Dave Berry Breakfast Show on Absolute Radio, where it is time to reveal the results of the third team challenge from self-isolation. So yesterday morning, the Hype Beast Womble, producer Mark, sent us another email and it read, Good morning, team. At 10 a.m. this morning, you will take part in a live scavenger hunt on Zoom. Five items from your humble abode revealed one at a time. Once the final team member returns to the screen, the team member with the lowest cumulative time will win. If you cannot find an item, three minutes will be added to your time for each item you cannot find. Yours sincerely, the Hype Beast Womble producer Mark. So one scavenger hunt, five items, lowest time will win. So as we all know, it's five points for a win, three points for coming second, and one point for coming third, plus zero for coming last. <clears throat> Let me scroll down here and take a little look at the results. I've just been informed that the video has gone live across the Absolute Radio socials. You can take a look for yourself. The five items that were to be collected were a white shirt, male or female. The average time it took us team was 23 seconds. I mean, I had to go all the way to the east wing of the house to get that, so I probably really dragged this down. Uh, I had to go to next. <laughs> a spatula, the average time was 14 seconds. A pair of black shoes, an average time of 10 seconds. One single sheet of toilet paper, 14 seconds. And our house keys, an average time of four seconds. Now, before we go into the results, a couple of things you need to know, which will become apparent when you go and view the video online. Firstly, uh, Matt's wildly lovable father kept trying to FaceTime him during the Zoom call, <laughs> know, which was a bit moments, of a distraction. And also, uh, despite you having your house keys in your pocket, Matt, you were the joint slowest to retrieve them. So talk us... How many years have I been telling you you've got too much stuff in your trousers? Like this is exactly what I've been leading towards. I was wearing swimming shorts and the keys oh, got God. caught in the, in the netting and the pocket oh, of the netting. They, they weren't even in the really pocket. They were in your swimming shorts. No, 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 no. They were in the pocket of the swimming shorts. But the swimming shorts, the netting got in the way and they were trapped for ages for what felt like minutes, right? Uh, if I would have been wearing my chino shorts, I would have got them out in a second but because of these damn swimming shorts they got trapped well thank this goodness this is not you didn't my put, tournament this lockdown thank goodness one is not you didn't my put your you didn't answer your dad's call because it would have looked very suspect <laughs> when he saw you yeah <laughs> right so all of that said matt dyson you're right this was not the self-isolation team challenge for you you came last. It took you yeah. one minute, 55 I mean, seconds. I feel like I was hindered by having more than one flight in my house. You know, having to go upstairs was quite hard compared yeah. to those who, mm. who are flat dwellers. Well, let me just get my tiny violin out. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was a massive punchy punished. pile, Matt. No, it's like being punished for having room <laughs> in my house. Yeah. 
It's like the pole. Ma- Matt's tiny again. violin is several rooms away, you know. <laughs> yeah. In the Stradivarius room, as he yeah, calls it. Yeah. Um, I also struggled with the staircase scenario. I'm not asking for any violins here, which means I was third with 60 seconds to retrieve all of my items. Winning the team challenge, getting all five from the scavenger hunt as dictated by the Hypebeast Womble producer Mark in 35 seconds. It was Emma Jones. Glenn, you came second with 50 seconds. Oh, get in. Living in a tiny flat finally coming to its own. (laughs) (laughs) One fifty-five for Matt, 60 for me, 50 for Glenn, 35 seconds for Emma Jones. And so the leaderboard after the third team challenge now reads Matt Dyson is bottom with zero points. I am third with three points. Joint top, Glenn and Emma with 11 points apiece. And all to play for, I'm reliably informed by those so-and-sos we call the producers of this show. There's another team challenge coming next week. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's a Wednesday morning and you know what that means. It is time to hand over the cool badge. If you or someone you know, maybe even love, said or done something seriously uncool, well, this is the place to send that badge. Unpin it, people, and send it to me at dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Now, I'm going to be the first one to pin my badge because it's been very windy in the part of the world in which I live. So much so, guys, get this, a tree fell down. And just so you know, it didn't make a sound. No noise. Um, Now, this felled tree on our road has become like a a tourist attraction. (laughs) Like we've had a family day out to look at it. (laughs) There's just nothing else going on. I'm like, Evie, Evie, do you want to come and see the falling down tree with Daddy? She's like, yeah! (laughs) <laughs> and we're just yeah. looking at we're grabbing at the little branches it's a it's a spectacle it's almost like we've wow. found one of those statues that cries <laughs> in Argentina yeah, yeah, yeah. and the people of the village are flocking towards it um, wow. so we're so thrilled that this well we're sorry for the tree but we're so thrilled to actually have something to, to gather around worship and, and admire so that is definitely <laughs> a cool badge moment from me uh, Matt Dyson what about you you handed it in this uh. week yeah, I've got one, but it's not for me. It's for producer Will. You know, he, he grew a big beard in lockdown, uh, our producer. Mm. Uh, and then he, he recently trimmed it. And, th- and after that, he sent me a text message out of the blue. And it just said, the beard bib. Wow. My life has changed forever. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Thank you. It's fantastic. He goes on. <laughs> No the mess. Bib is not fantastic. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Why are you I'm spreading this rumour? You're, you're in a cult and you're getting more members involved and it's dangerous. <laughs> listen, to it's dangerous. Will, listen to how Will's Will at level 20, on. isn't he? <laughs> he says about the beard bib, which is well worth a pop for £10 to go. Uh, it's fantastic. No mess, no fuss. You're the hair hero we all need. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, I'm buckling under the weight of badges. <laughs> oh, dear me. But he's right the, about the beard bib. The hair hero we all needed. Um, Glenn Moore, you've got a little bit of a goatee going on. We can see that during the Team Challenge video. Would you ever be tempted into getting a beard bib? 
No, because it's still not enough. For some reason, my hair is my, my, my facial hair is growing into the shape of a natural goatee for reasons <laughs> I cannot, I cannot, I cannot fathom. And it's really embarrassing because it looks like a decision on my part that it was like, yeah, I carefully curated this. It's like, no, that's just oh. my face. Oh. At least it wasn't oh. a soul patch, I suppose. Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, imagine if imagine if it worked that way. Imagine if you could only grow facial hair in a certain pattern. If your face was only allowed to happen, yeah. how many people would be clean shaven? Tail. <laughs> um, Emma Jones, have you had to hand in the cool badge this week? I thought you were going to ask me if I needed a beard bib. Absolutely not. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm very much looking forward to spending all day folding my carrier bags. Have you seen this video? <laughs> no. It's, video. Uh, it, I don't know. I think most people in their house have one drawer or cupboard that's just uncontrollably bursting yeah. with carrier bags uh, as much as we try and reuse them these days but someone has posted a video of how to fold them into a really neat little triangle like a little Dorito oh. and I'm going to try and do that to oh, all my wow. carrier bags today oh I've oh, just said oh wow at that that's another callback that's two <laughs> yeah, in one talk I knew you guys I, I would love yeah. it I, d- I, yeah, do I don't think packets. that's a, a core badge almost. It's fine because we've, we've got a whole cupboard that's full of... It was initially a cupboard of coffee jars. Then uh, some plastic bags moved it in um, and gradually sort of started to multiply. And it got reached a point where yesterday <laughs> we had to remove the coffee jars. And it's like squatters have moved into the cupboard. The plastic bags have completely taken over. They're just taking over. To the point yeah. where every other item in that cupboard has now had to evacuate. It's sad. Yeah. So yeah, you can, yeah, you can. God, there's so many cool badges being handed over here. Like, what have you got a collection of coffee jars for, Glenn? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for my experiments. <laughs> <laughs> um, where else am I going to keep the eyeballs? Um, yeah, yeah. So just beard, beard trimmings in there, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think it's fair to say that myself and the team are very much handed in our cool badges. <laughs> it is now over to you. Let me know across social media if you want to, or you can email me, Dave at Absolute. Radio.co.uk. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning, and on the Dave Berry Breakfast Show, that means it's Cool Badge Day. And handing his in right now from Cambridge, we have Martin. Good morning, Martin. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm very good, thanks for asking. Are you and the family keeping okay? Yeah, not bad, not bad. You know, it uh, gets a bit, some teams are a little bit hairy in here, but you know. Yeah, Sorry. I think I think you speak for the nation, my friend, nay the world. Um, but one, one of the other things about this hairy situation we all find ourselves in is that it has brought many communities together and you joined a local group. Tell everybody, oh, tell, tell everybody what the purpose of that local group that you joined is. So, um, yeah, well, it's actually about a year ago I found myself on the Speedwatch group. Um, yeah with um, basically people a lot older than me um, handing them a cool badge right there, basically. <laughs> so, so the local yeah. speed watch group, tell everybody what, what that entails, Martin. So, well, basically I live at the end of a village, right, where cars come speeding past and I found myself getting annoyed at this more and more every day. Um, and my wife suggested I should do something about it. So, yeah, I kind of found myself at the local training course at the police station. <laughs> um, <laughs> With people who are, yeah, much older than me. Because um, I'm like you, Dave. I'm, you know, in my very, very late 20s. Yeah, so. okay, good man. Yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, that's right, bro. That's right, absolutely. <laughs> just, so we're just two guys hanging out, chatting on the radio, both in our late 20s. Same culture yeah. references. Yeah. Okay, boomers, deal with it. It's Martin yeah. and I having a chat. Got you, got you. Exactly, exactly. So, yeah. Um, so that was an experience in itself, um, led by a guy who was... Uh, 
bit of an authoritarian maniac, to be honest. But um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, so after that, really, uh, after I'd done the training, I got sort of copied into the email group, and and I sort of pressured into. It. I, I felt like I had to do it. So I, <laughs> next thing I know, I'm like wearing a high vis. Hanging out on the street. <laughs> what? Uh, what? A bunch of, yeah, basically retired people. Um, so it was kind of, uh, I, was, I was so embarrassed, I was hiding behind the actual speedo. <laughs> so, so they give you a big screen, they give you a big speedometer screen that tells oh, the cars what speed wow. they're going at. Um, so I, I volunteered to sort of take the, the speed down in the number plate so that I, I could face, have my back facing the cars coming onto me and then hide behind the speedometer for the cars nice. coming towards me. So none of your mates can see yeah. you. Exactly, right. Yeah. Did anyone, did any of your mates see you? I mean, that's village life, Matt Link well, tells me. Did anyone spot yeah. you that you knew? Well, the thing is, I'm the local football manager. Well, I was last year. Um, so I know all the lads, you know, like like all the tradesmen and stuff. So I was dreading seeing one of those guys. And uh, one, one day, yeah, my worst fear came true. And uh, two of them came past me pointing at me laughing so yeah so oh Martin yeah. could you imagine could you imagine if Raheem Sterling's driving into his village and he sees Pep Guardiola in a high vis taking down his feet yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that was, that was it I was just oh, yeah. my cool badge was like smashing the floor right there and I basically sunk in, sunk in at the ground oh. so I've never um, done it again I've never done it again I've basically like I've, they've been asking me to do it and I've just been um, making excuses <laughs> You've got to get a new Lions. email address. You just, what, what have you been lying to? So you've been lying to a bunch of octogenarians who are trying to keep your village safe, Martin. Is that where we're going with this? Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't face it anymore. I can't face wow. the embarrassment. Uh, so, Martin, a tale so uncool, and these are your words, not mine. Your cool badge has sunk into the ground. <laughs> it really has. It really has. Um, mate, it's been lovely having you on the show. Thank you very much indeed for handing in the badge. Send our love to the family. Stay safe. We'll speak to you real soon. Nice one, Dave. Cheers. Speak Cheers, to you Martin. Take Bye. care. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio. It's your Wednesday morning. We're asking you to hand in the cool badge. And Dave's got in touch saying he heard me talking about the tourist attraction that is the fallen tree at the end of our road. And he says, I'm a key worker collecting milk from farms in Lancashire and Yorkshire. On my travels one morning, I noticed a large tree that had felled, leaving just the stump. Now, due to being a wood machinist nearly 30 years ago, a little part of my training must have kicked in, and I suddenly blurted out, Oh, what a lovely smooth cut that is. <laughs> I've been so riddled with guilt about not being cool anymore, so much so that after I told my wife about it, I even went to the extreme of taking a photo of the stump next time I passed by to prove it. Please accept my my cool badge. And that's come from Dave. Yes, Dave, hand in the badge. Daniel's got in touch saying, Dave, I'm handing in my wife's cool badge. Whilst looking for something to watch on TV, she rushed into the kitchen and announced excitedly that the canals that changed Britain was on. I don't even know her anymore, (laughs) says Daniel. (laughs) Tracy is confused. She says, Dave, my teenage daughter is confused by my excitement of getting a five metre extension cable. She doesn't understand. I can move my bedroom furniture around and the TV can go anywhere. What's not to love about this? I'm buzzing, says Tracy. Tracy, (laughs) give me the badge. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.
That's it for your Wednesday morning. Thank you ever so much for tuning in. And as I do say, probably too many times for my own good, my email address is there for you to enjoy and tell me whatever you want to tell me. It's dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. I'll leave you with that for the final time. Plus, of course, well, there is a podcast. So if you've missed anything today, I suggest you go download it. It's all the talky bits, sellotape together in a digital manner. But what should it be called? Well, these are the options. <laughs> I'm just having a little look through. What a show. As I've rung the podcast naming bell, it seems so familiar, but yet so strange. I would love it if you were holding your own hands. A worrying look into our home lives. Two cups of tang. And finally, Emma Jones's legs in your cupboard. So that's what we've gone off of, everyone. That's what, we, that's what we've done in lockdown. Uh, what are we thinking? Matt Dyson, I'll give you a deciding vote today if you want two it. Cups, two cups of tang for me. <laughs> okay. Which, of course, as you all discover, was one of my erotic dancing names from the early noughties. The podcast you're looking for is Two Cups of Tang. Um, I did have sign-off words here, but Boris Johnson's kind of ruined them for me a little bit, so blah, 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 arrivederci. He came, he saw, he tried to conquer, but alas, we've told him to come back tomorrow and try again. The Dave Berry Breakfast Show Podcast. Absolute Radio.